Hey guys, so today we're talking to Ben and Ben's going to tell us about his family and how they've been growing flowers from 1936, which are absolutely amazing flowers and how he grows them. And also he's helping to raise awareness about how we can buy flowers that are grown more locally and in Britain and he set up the British Flowers Rocks so we definitely have to check that out and get more information about how we can buy locally. Ben, thanks for coming on the show today. So, would you like to introduce yourself? No worries, my pleasure. Well, my name's Ben Cross, so we share share a good name. There you go. Good yeah, name. we do. <laughs> nice strong name. But yeah, um, my name's Ben Cross uh, here at Crossland's Flower Nursery, uh, specialising in the British Austrian area. I'm a fourth generation grower. Uh, we've been going and growing since 1936, and um, that's part of the Land Settlement Association scheme. Uh, set up by the government, which my great-grandparents uh, took up. And then we've been based here uh, in a little village in Warburton near Brighton since 1957, uh, where I live today. And, uh, yeah, been, uh, been pretty busy today because as we were talking just before I came on air here, uh, this uh, old gas, fuel, diesel, petrol crisis thing is obviously playing havoc with getting the flowers around around the country. So, um, yeah, it's been one of those... <laughs> it's going to be one of those weeks, I think. Like Monday, it's just blurry at the moment. Oh, but, um, oh no. Yeah, but, um, yeah brief, brief introduction. And um, yeah, so uh, known as Austria Mary Ben, obviously, on, on social media. Because um, uh, that's what we, that's what we grow here. Can, is, the viewers are going to be able to see all this as well? Or is it just a, a listening one? No, they'll be able to see it. Um, there's an audio and uh, a YouTube. Um, so they'll be able to see you in your, your greenhouse, yeah? Something to keep my mind occupied, keep myself going, and um, 
as I say, I got a bit disillusioned with the marine biology because you end up working for BP, Chevron, Esso, Texaco, and you're just a small part of the whole project, uh, just a tick box exercise doing all the marine surveys and things like that. Um, but then, as I say, a lot of viewers or listeners I say over 90% of the cut flowers in the UK are now importing. Um, so I wanted to sort of do my little bit and uh, keep our little bit of the planet nice and sustainable growing flowers here. Say a lot of my families, our friends, their nurseries, all gone by the wayside because of all the cheap foreign imports. So, uh, yeah, it was sort of, um, I guess, the frustration that, you know, if we can grow something of quality in our own country, why do we have to ship in five weeks of carbon footprint through the roof sky high to, to get the flowers here? So, uh, it's a combination of things, really, sort of being sort of still doing that physical thing with nature and. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I know that you'd said um, last year during lockdown, and I thought it was amazing that you had donated flowers because I know that um, in my allotment we normally sell flowers and we had they get they got them from norway which i was quite surprised about that they ordered them from norway and they were like we can't get them because of lockdown so um it was just i was like wow i was like you can't i thought you would have flowers imported from here Yeah, we're super busy uh, at the moment. 
<laughs> Sorry, that's the, it's the joys of technology, and um, she's just a puppy, so she's she's um, she's German Shepherd uh, cross, so she's she's protective. So when someone, I think when she sees direct delivery people in the the street, she thinks you know I'm going to protect the house. So um, normally she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously not not like that delivery man but yeah so you only grow the one type of flower then yeah uh, but as you can see behind me here and um, they're basically so we do over 70 different varieties so we've got a full color range available year round and it's not as easy as all the varieties grow the same otherwise that'd be boring and it'd be too easy so it is like growing 70 different types of plants or types of flowers so each variety behaves very differently some like the winter some like the summer so on and so on so uh, yeah it's it's an art and a science to keep it all chugging on and uh, making sure we've got enough flowers for, for everyone uh, all year round because it's all um, biomass heated sustainably heated through the winter uh, but the thing with Ostromere is that it's a nice cool crop so by a cool crop we mean it looks cool in the arrangements bouquets and vases mm -hmm. but by a cool it doesn't need a lot of heat so it only needs about 13 degrees heat of a winter's night and we're near Goodwood and Slindon Estate so all of our biomass wood pellets are all um, sustainably uh, brought in locally and um, yeah we don't burn oil or anything like that anymore it's just all, all the biomass and um, obviously got our solar panels for our electric and Ulstromere is also known as a dry crop so we only water for 20 minutes once a month in the winter Wow. we only do about three or four through the winter uh, and then it's only about 20 minutes once every 10 days in the summer so it's a cool crop and it's a dry crop and also another sustainability point is that we've got hundreds of rows hundreds of beds of the Ulstromere but we only replant less than five percent of the crop a year so a lot of our plants are over 20 30 years old still wow for you guys so if we were growing uh, salad crops or different types of flowers we'd be coming into the greenhouses sterilizing 100 percent of the soil the carbon footprint would be sky high but as i say we know what varieties go best with british weather and we know how to look after them because putting them in the ground and picking them that's a tiny tiny percentage of, uh, of the jobs we have to do around here there's a lot of obviously plant maintenance we need to look after the plants so if we look after them look after us so, uh, yeah. wow i'm amazed you know i'm amazed that you've got um flowers that are that age you know because i always i know that they say that some plants can last like you know a couple of years or you know you i mean you do get bulbs and things that will come back but that's amazing to think that you've got plants that are that that age it's and to hear you being like sustainable and stuff because i think now like we're talking about you know saving the planet and like saving wildlife and the bees and things and i think it's great to hear just how sustainable like you are and um you are kind of helping kind of not putting anything back into the environment and you're you're doing what you can which is just fantastic and it must be dead amazing just to kind of watch and grow thing i think that you you know you were we and now you took on that um growing stuff as well so i think Wow, what a, what a amazing, an amazing job. See your your photos um, and your videos that you post, I just think what an amazing job. I mean, just walking about those flowers every day, it would just make me happy. I would just be that I would always want to go to work and think it's just to be there with nature and I'm sure you, you must get like bees and stuff coming in and 
just like nature coming in and just it's just so sunny community and I had said is my husband's a land and building surveyor um, so he, he'll often be out kind of surveying for places like to to make new houses and I always and we both kind of talk about it and we say you know it's kind of sad in a way because you know we're taking away wildlife's habitat and we're putting houses on it I mean do we really you know we really should be thinking about like what are we taking away we're taking so much away from the wildlife which helps us you know because they help us to have food you know it's all an ecosystem together and I think that I agree with you I think we do need to start more growing at home you know when we get like fruit and veg and stuff and I, I, I it is great to give the you know like Spain or you know wherever you get your strawberries and stuff um, imported in from but I really think that the price and stuff as well of fruit and veg is so expensive because you've got to import it and then we're not growing at home a lot of it is coming from abroad so i think because we've been treated so badly us growers have been treated so badly in the last 30 40 years if it's been 0.001 p cheaper over in kenya or whatever they go over there they don't care about the heritage the carbon footprint or anything and because we've been treated badly for so long it's not like you can flick a switch and, oh, Ben, can we have your flowers? I'm like, well, no, I'm the same size now as we were in 1957. Uh, you know, we've not been treated fairly, especially the flower growers. The, the food industry has obviously had its Jamie's, its Jimmy's, its Hugh Fernley's. Um, that's got a little bit better product placement lately. Food has got so much better. But with flowers, we're 20, 30 years behind just in terms of product placement and labelling. So you walk into most supermarkets here in the UK and it would just say, for example, it's coming up to Halloween as we feel this and it's coming up to Halloween and it'll just say Halloween bouquet, 10 quid and it won't say what chemicals are on the packaging, what chemicals are on the flowers, when it was harvested, where it was harvested, it'll give the consumer no information at all and you just wouldn't get away with that with food or even furniture now has to be, you know, says where it was made and where it was put up and even at the end of TV programs like a David Attenborough program, it'll give you a carbon footprint rating of how many 
how much they used to film a one millisecond of a whale, you know, all that energy that went into that. So, um, yeah, we're getting left behind, but um, it's, it's really not good enough. So that's why I started the British Flowers Rock campaign in 2014, just to raise that awareness and just educate as many people as I can about um, the flower industry and to try and buy grow and not flow. Definitely, I mean, I, I definitely didn't really think about where um, flowers came from, you, you know, um, like you're saying, you know, my husband would buy me flowers from like the, the local um, florist or like in Morrison's or, or something and you never ever, it's not it's not something you think about it, um, the, I will be honest that the ones that are from the florists tend to last longer so I don't know if that's got something to do with things that they're putting in it whereas when you get Morrison's ones not not Morrison's personally slating them but when you get most supermarkets it takes them about five weeks to go from places like Kenya maybe Mm -hmm. to a shipping container then it goes into Holland and
type in Crossland Flower Nursery to Facebook. My contact number and email are on there, or you can direct direct message me. And for twenty pounds, that includes delivery. You get four big bunches of my flowers for twenty pounds. So wow. next day delivery. They last about two or three weeks. So um, the best way is to go direct to the grower, like me. Uh, if not, try and urge your local florist, your farm shop to buy from uh, British growers like me and just give them my, you know, details. Um, but it's very, very difficult uh, because obviously if you do find British flowers in supermarkets, at what cost? You know, daffodils for one ninety nine now they're 95 now they're £1.50 sweet williams or four quid now they're two quid so when you're buying british flowers in the supermarkets you're buying them too too damn cheaply and the growth enough to keep on being sustainable keep on growing so um yeah but people you know you can come direct to me at the area event and uh, i can hook you up some with my uh, my sussex slammers as they call them down here you know so uh yeah, go direct to the grow. It's uh, it's the best way to get the freshest uh, product uh, straight to your door. Definitely, you know, you've opened my eyes. It's not something that I ever thought about. I have had discussions with my husband and said, you know, are they flowers or rubbish? Like, because sometimes, like when I when I go into like um, the supermarket or whatever, I'll say oh, I'm going to get a bunch of flowers. Um, and like my mum and dad, they came over at the weekend last weekend and they bought me flowers and they did they lasted like five days and like you're saying the roses went brown and i thought that you know you don't really get that much out to enjoy it you know it basically opens up and it's dead that's it and i'm like that massive massive journey carbon footprint and stuff that they've been on just the last a few days in your house i mean at least if you buy a car from germany or t-shirt from china it's going to last you a few years you know but flowers are one of uh, one of the things that you can buy which is really really uh, not so good for the planet in terms of how long it lasts you know um so it's just just something for the viewers and listeners to, to think about and um, get on board with the uh british flowers rock or you know local flowers rock wherever they're based whatever country they're based from so uh, and you were you were talking about British Flowers Rock. So did you set that up yourself? Um, and yeah, uh, yeah. So I came back here in 2011 after doing marine biology, and between 2011 and 2014, I tried to get help from uh, National Farmers Union. I'm, I'm a member of the NFU. I tried to get help uh, through the government, from Defra. I even had my local MP for the South Down region come out here, but it just went all over their heads and. Um, I told them what I'm telling you, and I've told lots of other people, and uh, they didn't do anything about it. So in 2014, I gave up trying to get help and uh, just started a little campaign. And now I'm doing 50, 60 talks at garden shows, gardening clubs. Uh, so I'm basically a speaker now as well um, for horticulture societies, flower clubs, things like that, and just spreading the word. It's gone from 2014 and people are still booking me for 2023 because I'm booked up next year, you know. So uh, it's sort of a little thing that I had an idea and um, just sort of ran with it, really, because um, no one else was going to do it. So I thought I'd give it a go myself, you know. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I think it is. And I think that, um, you know, people sometimes need to wake up and look about, like you're saying, and really ask questions. Because even we were talking about um, Maria, the, the lady who was on before you, she was talking about how, like, 
sometimes we can get a bit kind of sidelined and and you go to work and you don't think about things and you don't think about like wildlife in the community and people say oh you want to save this you want to save that you want to do that you want to talk about mental health but everybody just ends up like they forget and nothing ever really gets done and I think she was both of agreed like you know in lockdown I think a lot of people's eyes were opened up about you know the wildlife that's around you about like how to how, what's important in life you know because yeah working if you've got a job you're loving it's your passion great but at the end of the day like look open your eyes and see what's happening and I think for me what really and I did get quite upset about it was um and my husband said okay he was kind of, he, I don't think he kind of got up as set as me because I don't like to see flowers dying but um, when it was on BBC News in lockdown and like nurseries like you're saying um, were, the flowers were dying and, the, and they were they were just having to just, the flowers weren't get going anywhere and I thought that's a but I think I always thought as well I'm looking at your um, greenhouse and I'm thinking the work and the effort and the time and the passion that you guys put into that for it to be that it's went nowhere like people have grew stuff and then it's died and I think then people went out of business because they couldn't afford it and I thought what's going we, we were we were super lucky we've had the busiest two years in our history um because obviously the imported flowers couldn't come in mm-hmm. <laughs> so I so hey, hey presto we, 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 were, we were the busiest we've ever been uh, yes, we donated flowers to local care homes. We donated flowers uh, to a couple, uh, to Surrey Hospital and to just the hospital near me. And um, I had about 40, 50 talks booked up for uh, 2020. Uh, and obviously they were all postponed. But then I obviously got the little Wi-Fi in my greenhouse and I ended up doing about 80-odd Zoom talks for people all over the world. So I was busy with the flowers. I was busy with the, the British flowers rock thing. I've been the busiest ever in two years. Um, and you're right, for mental health, I'm very lucky that my life didn't change. I still rolled out of bed and I had this to contend with. So, you know, it was a real emphasis then that um, a lot of my friends living in flats in London and all of that, um, you know, they they wished they were me, you know, because they were really struggling with not seeing anyone. Whereas I'm used to sort of, this is quite a solo job. I've got on Radio 6 music, give it a little blast in here. I'm happy whipping away with the flowers, um, you know, the birds tweeting and all of that. And it was it was beautiful, less cars on the roads, you know, sort of like going back to the 1980s. Um, so, yeah, I actually quite enjoyed lockdowns. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, so did, my husband loved it because he said it took all the stress. He, his do- job is quite stressful, so he, he loved being in the house because I had to work from home because I'm asthmatic so um, I was working from home I was here he was here he was furloughed um, and we just got to be in the garden and really that's how my gardening really started with like having the allotment and stuff it really kind of gave me the time to kind of do what I wanted to do and that's what I was saying to um, Maria as well was that I always wanted to do it and you always wanted that time but it actually gave me the time to take a step back and do it um, and I think in ways, in ways it was good, in ways it was bad because I couldn't see my family because where I stay, I stay in Glasgow so I, uh, and my mum and dad, kind of the council restrictions, I couldn't see them during lockdown when it was lockdown so, you know, Zoom was the, the thing but the garden kind of helped me get through it but yeah, definitely, I think what I decided once lockdown had happened that... Um, 
I thought I, I just want to be outdoors more and I am an outdoor person anyway but it made me want to be outdoors even more and just be in the garden be the allotment and just like I really I'm, I'm really passionate about the bees and saving the bees and the mini bees and bringing as much like wildlife as you can in the garden so I'm, I'm, we've been adding like bird houses like we've always had like um, bird baths um, I've got a butterfly house and I want to do a kind of solitary bee um, house which is going to be my thing that I'm going to try and add um, next yeah. year but definitely I think um, we all need to do our wee part and kind of help the environment but so do you only work who works with you just yourself oh right yeah oh and remember it's not work it, it's a life this is not a job this is a lifestyle so uh, yeah i sleep about four hours out of 24 and we're busy you know so uh, but yeah when i was a young with the snap there'll be about 26 people here now there are six two big reasons for the decline basically um granddad used to give one pound 95 a bunch in the 60s and 70s now even if i send a bunch up to Covent garden sometimes they just return me 50p so you know i'd love to employ more people but i physically financially can't because my costs have gone up and what i'm getting my product has gone down uh, second is um the benefit system that we have now um no longer do people walk up to the farm gate and go, Mr. Cross, have you got any work? I want to work. I need to work. You know, the benefit system now, people can just go to a job centre and get free house and free money. So those two things um, basically have stopped us um, getting more staff, so we end up working harder for longer for less money. But the positive thing is that we only employ local people and we do um, apprenticeship schemes and horticultural colleges. So I go in and give my British Wales rock tour to horticultural colleges, and then we have students that come here on work experience and at the end of the day can get a paid proper job in horticulture here in Crossland. So, um, you know, that's the way I went down, so I don't rely on any foreign workers or anything like that. We have people working here that want to be here, and they're not doing it for the money because there isn't much money in it, and um, the money's going to get spent in the local communities. So, yeah, we just have local good people and um, sort of students that come in as well. So um, that's how we sort of um, get through it, really, yeah. <laughs> but that's amazing because you are giving back to the community because you're giving people jobs. I know you say, I'm actually quite shocked to get 50 pence for a, 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 that. I, I'm shocked by that. That's before I've got to pay for my, my staff, the cost of the packaging, the water, uh, the biomass pellets, um, you know, all, all the costs involved, you know. So um, that's it's just not worth it. So that's why we, we deliver direct to florists, direct to the public, cafes and restaurants that have a sustainably sourced food menu where's the flowers come from they're on their dining room tables so you know we just supply anyone that cares about the planet we've only got one earth to look after it and um yes yeah, so we, we really um we supply anyone that, that cares really so uh, no longer no longer can we just supply supermarkets and um and wholesalers because we'd be out of business just like all the other flower nurseries around here you know so which is really sad in a way to think that your flowers are are beautiful you can see how much um work and thought and you've put into it you know you've got a passion for it and for not to be rewarded for it i think it's quite sad and i think although like you're saying i think it really needs to go to like a government level um that the government needs to kind of wake up and see that they need to start kind of putting money back in to 
our country and people who are working hard, like the way it used, like you're saying in the olden days, like it used to be, you know, source it from home. And to, I'm actually quite shocked that people would just give you 50p. I mean, that is that's shocking um, to, to give that. And it's sad because I'm sure a lot of people would be interested, you know, in being able to come and help you. Um, with your flowers and growing them and being able to be more sustainable and stuff when you're you're giving flowers out to but obviously like you're saying it's really sad that you can't afford because you're not getting the money back for it um, yeah so there's there's no fair trade UK so fair trade our government will give other governments money to grow stuff to then fly all the way back here and then those boats and planes go back empty and so half the carbon footprint is wasted air miles or boat miles or whatever so it's a load of old baloney you know the government needs to do fair trade in the UK we used to back in the day obviously before I was around uh, we used to get government grants to help modernise our greenhouses or um, you know it'd be nice to get a bit of money to do a proper British Wales rock campaign or uh, just you know basic things you know um, to help us uh, rather than helping you know I know they need to help other countries but you know, it'd be nice to start at home first if we could grow it here, which Australia and say it's very sustainable to grow in the UK and it just loves our weather. I mean, you can see it behind me here, it's just so lush and beautiful, and um, we get flowers all year round. So, yeah, we used to get um, government help in the 60s, 70s, things like that. But, um, I mean, even like the lady who's at the National Farmers Union, um, there's no one dedicated to cut flat or growing flowers. The mushroom lady who deals with mushrooms. She has a little bit of time once in a while to do a bit on flowers. There's no one dedicated to, to help me. So um, after realising all that, that's why I sort of do my own thing, do the best I can since 2014. So, you know, it's, uh, it's really not, not good enough at the moment, you know. No, it's not. But do you know what? I think I think it's amazing what it's amazing what you've done. It's amazing what you're doing, getting out there and kind of spreading awareness. And it's great that you've came on um, the show today. I know you originally we were going to work together on the blog, and I would love you to. I would love for you to write me a piece about you for my blog about um, uh, flower. <laughs> Are you even? I was going to say, even you could just put a video or do me a video about it, about what you're doing, and and, and I could write about you and the podcast and stuff, because I think that it's something that everybody needs to be um, made aware of, and I think maybe just me um, being more aware of like growing food and Instagram and all the kind of and looking after the the uh, environment. That's something that I'm quite passionate about. It's like something I've learned. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you don't even realise, you know, I think there's been a lot of people that don't realise um, like you're saying where things come from I mean I know like it does sometimes say on, on fr- uh, food like comes from Spain or... I mean, on, on food and things it's law right? no longer can it say British bacon it was just packed in Britain it was say Danish bacon packed in Britain when you go and buy your cereal in Kellogg's it's got your red, red green amber traffic light system when you go up to the fish county you that sustainable fish logo when you go and buy eggs you're looking for free range or barn you don't want the battery yet, you know but it's all labeled but with flowers you just walk in say to a supermarket and it's just in one big stand it's so discombobulated like all the labels and everything's all messed up and um, yeah it's not very clear 
But going back to like the environmental side, we, we don't use any pesticides or insecticides here either, so it's all about biocontrol, so we're using biology in the greenhouse to kill biology that we don't want. So I've got a couple of examples, but basically we use these in Casia cards. So where my little finger is here, you can see a little circle, and these come in the post. And basically in Casia, uh, they're mini wasps, and we hang these cards up around the Ulstrom area. And these mini wasps will lay eggs inside whitefly eggs, and that combats against the whiteflies. So you're using biology in the greenhouse to fend off stuff like whitefly that you don't want. So it's all about that biocontrol. Uh, we're also peat free. Um, my friends make um, charcoal. Uh, sustainably made charcoal and we're using biochar yeah, on top of soil and in the soil as well um, to give good good soil structure and to release the nutrients and to store nutrients um, nice and easily as well so there's lots of things that you know we're still sort of uh, progressing with here as well well i think you're doing amazing you're doing an amazing job and um i love to see your posts on instagram i think they're always dead they look they look great and it, to me it would it, I, I, if i was going to buy flowers i mean i'm in glasgow so i'm a wee bit too far away from it to, to be probably delivering them um no, but they deliver them wide, so they so uh, four, four bunches, they go in a box, and if you want to send them to a friend, we write personalised messages like, happy birthday, or I'm missing you, or whatever, so, um, yeah, we just send them nationwide, just... Oh, brilliant, yeah, you, I'm, I'm definitely going to get some of your flowers, they look lovely, um, and when I see your post, I think, wow, that jo your job looks amazing, um, and I know you're saying it's a, it's a lifestyle, but for, I just for me i think wow that that must just be it must just be amazing like you're saying you, you you get out of bed and you go there and you it's just your work and it would just i would just it would just be happy for me rather than because i think sometimes when you're you're working it's like stress and i'm sure there is stress like you're saying with the petrol shortage you're probably thinking oh i'm gonna have to do this or do that but it's, it's just a better lifestyle i think to to live to be um with nature and get to grow things and yeah. I think it's great to nurture something that you think I nurtured that and now someone's got it in their house they're going to enjoy that um, and you're like you're saying you're helping the ecosystem um, by gardening and being like being friendly to the to the mini beasts and stuff so it's no there's no pesticides there's no you're peat free so it's the best way that you can grow your flowers yeah I mean scientifically proven i mean the health benefits physically and mentally with farming or growing are huge you know, i could lose a couple of pounds maybe but i don't go to the gym you know i'm busy here uh, so the physical and mental benefits uh, it's it's there for all to see you know so um yeah it's pretty pretty good well thank you for coming on we've only got a couple of minutes left for the, the um, zoom chat but thank you so much um, for coming on and telling us all about your nursery and if there's anything I can do to help um, promote your British flower rocks then let me know because I, I would definitely would like to help um, and I will definitely be ordering some flowers from you but thank you and I'll let you go because I'm sure you're busy with your flowers but thanks again for coming on Awesome, thanks a lot, bye, bye.
thanks to Ben for coming on today and sharing his story about how his family has been growing these amazing flowers. And thank you to Ben for raising awareness about how we can all buy more locally and how we can buy more flowers in Britain. Definitely check out Ben's Instagram page and I definitely know that I'll be buying some nice flowers from him. Check out the next podcast which we'll be doing today is speaking to Angela who's going to speak about her story thanks for listening and tune in for the next episode